on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. <laughs> what if I gave out artisanal, uh, artisanal um, hand jobs? They're handmade. <laughs> It's the best, the best handmade gift you can receive. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Episode three forty two. Trying some, I'm trying something new. Did it work? Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where tonight we wrap ourselves in some tight ribbon and we put the ass in Christmas. Yeah. I had to change the name of the word or how you say the word. Oh, is that like, what to you... make that work? I, I'm, I'm explaining the joke, which means it doesn't work. And I know it. It's still working. So I'm giving myself shit before you can give me shit. It's working for me. Yeah, we put the ass in Christmas. <laughs> in season's beatings. Yeah, that's what you do when you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Beat my seasonings? That's it. That's oh, it. God. Nothing like some Danos. <laughs> some Danos? The seasoning? You've never seen the, the infomercials for Danos? No. Oh, they're great. What is it? I don't know. It's some dude's seasoning. It probably tastes like him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just for the record, I'm never eating Dano's seasoning. You can get it in Kroger. So, you know. Dano's. Dano's, yeah. Well, maybe I'll look for it next time. You should. I'm All sure, right. I'm sure he tastes great. A little salty, a little spicy. Seasons. Seasons. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Seasons beatings. It's the uh, it's the kickoff to Christmas for yeah, us. Yeah, we got a couple couple weeks of Christmas coming up. Even though we should have probably kicked it off two weeks ago, but nah. that's not really we like us. We were too us. busy getting, getting terrified. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Which the- I'm still, I've listened to that episode twice, mostly because I listened to it the first time. Okay. Backstory here. I, I reached out to um, our only fan, Josh. <laughs> That sounds weird when you say it that way, but uh, and I asked him. He he posts responses to our episodes an hour after I post them, which tells me two things: a, he has no life, and b, oh, I think like, we know that. How the fuck do you get to the end of the episode before the end of the episode is even possible to listen to? Two times speed. He listens to it at two times speed, which is insane to me. I can't do that. But I listen to our episode on one and a half times speed. Yeah, and. It, it hurts my brain a little does bit. Does he really do two? He does two. He said two point five. I don't think two point five. I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's possible. Maybe he's at he's, two and a half times speed. So maybe he's doing like a bunch of coke, Willie. <laughs> so like the gears in his brain are working faster. But we all know they work slower. <laughs> but the coke. <laughs> oh, so that that means that they would oh run it just normal. brings them up to normal speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Anyway, though, so I asked him. He I'm like, okay, I got to listen to our show. On like faster speaks. I know you do the same thing a little bit. I do 1.25. That's okay. the sweet spot for me. So I did that or whatever, and it hurt my brain a little bit, and I wasn't really paying attention to what we were saying because yeah. I was just too busy like, listening to the cadence of our voices. And then when the music hits, we sound like a metal band, which is pretty awesome. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I listened to it again, and even on the second time, I'm thinking about it, and I listened to it today. Purifier 2 was so fucking good. Yeah. Like, I want to rewatch it again now, you know? 
Let's just call it a night and let's watch it right now. Well, see Except ya. for let's watch it on two and a half times speed. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. All the kills. You mean her jiggling around in the water at two and a half times speed? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Causing waves. Caught. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't know that we're almost 40. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Eh, you know. You know what Matthew McConaughey said in Dazed and Confused? No, I, was, I thought he was in like, one of those uh, liquor commercials, the Lincoln commercials. Oh, I love those. <laughs> I love those commercials. I Every time I see one and I hear him talking in his slow draw, what is that? Where is he from? I think it's just stupid. Is it? I think, I think that's what it is. Has he made a career out of just being stupid and <laughs> he's fooled us all? Maybe. It sounds Southern. Is he from the South? Yes. I think he's from Georgia, maybe? Georgia. Might be Georgia. Um, no, he is Southern, though. I, I do know that. Carolina. One of the Carolinas, maybe. I just want I want a Lincoln. Like, like uh, ads don't work on me that much, except for the ones on my, on my, uh, my Instagram algorithm. Those ones get me every time. I see stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm buying that right now. Sure. Ads on TV don't really work on me unless it's Matthew McConaughey, and then I instantly want a Lincoln. But I will never, I'll never have one because I, I mean, probably can't afford them. Yeah, they're nice. My boss just got a new Lincoln. He got the new Corsair, which is the uh, the midsize SUV that Lincoln makes. It's fucking gorgeous. Your boss or your boss boss? The boss boss. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So is he? So he's paying. He's paying for a new car with the tithings of. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, well, dude. Well, no, the church pays for probably three quarters of it, and then he pays the last quarter himself. I need to become a Catholic priest, that's, dude. That's true. You get all <laughs> the money, you get the housing, you get the little boys, you get everything. I was going to say, it's you get like... the bitches, but you went a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> everything a growing man needs. Oh, jeez. Um, no, but like, uh, yeah, apparently the Catholic church is pretty cool if you if you're money hungry as long as you as long as you don't mind never banging again <laughs> well 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 there's loopholes yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's loop she sounds hot <laughs> you mean he right oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah. god that's what i meant um so hey man what's going on yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> skirt <laughs> we're gonna turn a different direction uh, again it's the christmas season i feel like i'd be more excited about it if it actually felt like christmas uh yeah i doesn't <laughs> i was watching the weather today Oh, the weather outside is warm and yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> I like a white Christmas, personally. I and do, too. No, I do, too. It's the only time of the year where I get bummed that it's not super cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, I don't even, like, I don't want it to just be cold at Christmas, though. I want snow. Snow, yeah. If it's going to be if it's going to be cold, it better fucking snow. Yeah. But it's not supposed like we're in in our area of Michigan. There's like a thirty percent chance that we're gonna have a white Christmas. I didn't even think it was that high, which pisses me off. I didn't even think it was that high. I know that uh, the Sunday we're supposed to get rain. Like like it's just it's hot. It's it's warm and rainy. Like fifty five degrees and rainy or something like that. It's ridiculous. It's your fault because you won't stop using plastic straws. Well, hey, Mike. Listen, everything that I've heard, global warming is not real. So. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. It was 55 degrees I, today. I, I Does that not sound right? Does that not sound right to you? Oh, you're using that logic against me. <laughs> it hurts my brain. 
It hurts my brain. Wait, what logic? No, I literally just said it was warm today. Just because global warming doesn't mean that everything is is it's hot out. So, well, no, people or, don't. Or it's cold out. Whatever. It, people that's don't. Not how it people works. don't really talk about global warming anymore. They talk about climate change. Fine, climate change, whatever. which is it's the you same know, thing. It's one and the same. I mean, sort of. It is. It, it's the shifting of the poles. It's 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 all of it. It's all one and the same. I'm just looking forward to the day where, because uh, I've 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 heard that one day. I don't know when it's going to happen. Well, it'll probably be long after we're dead. The poles are just going to like do a violent shift. That would kill everybody. Oh yeah, it'll destroy yeah. the entire planet. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward to that day because I think it'll be interesting to watch. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. I was talking to uh, one of the girls at uh, at work today, and we were both just kind of wax poetic poeticing about how like we we both. That's not right. Go back and try that again. Wax poeticing. Po- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't speak. He's we the were, he's the wax poet king. We were waxing on waxing poetic. Yes, there you go. Waxing poetic on uh, just how we're 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 ready to die. That's fine. Oh. The world the world can end. It's oh, cool. you're ready. Okay, <laughs> it's cool. All Whatever. right. <laughs> yeah, Be- it was it was depressing talk today. Before before we <laughs> you you want to die before we start our rug cleaning business. <laughs> Well, that could that could save. See the world. that could that could pull you back out of your depression. Good, good. I get seasonal depression, man. I do. I like do. I'm jo- I'm I'm obviously joking, but I do get like seasonal depression. Like I hate December. Like, I hate the entire holiday season. I, I I don't think I've had like a good lead up to Christmas. I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but I love Christmas. Like the second I leave work on Christmas Eve, that's when I can finally love Christmas. Yeah, the entire holiday season leading up to it is just nothing but agony for me. Between work, finances, it's always a bad money month. It's always, you know, it's like, and I'm not the only one. I get that, but it just sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy the holiday again, and I haven't had it in a very, very long time. You know what you do? What's that? Start making handmade shit. Yeah. And then that way, you don't have to spend so much money on people, and then you don't have to worry about <laughs> What if I gave out artisanal uh, artisanal um, hand jobs? They're handmade. <laughs> It's the best, the best handmade gift you can receive. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know, what? I bet you for a lot of dads, it's the most action they've gotten in a while. I could make a killing. Oh, son, you really know how to hit the spot. <laughs> oh, you got your grandfather the greatest gift of all. Oh, I thought you were going to say you've got your grandfather's grip. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Oh, this reminds me of Christmas with your old granddad. <laughs> we grew up below the Mason-Nixon line. <laughs> My God. What's uh, wrong with us today? I don't know. Lots of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? For the purposes of the show, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, this will be the last episode that you're going to get probably before Christmas. I think we're, uh, we're going to record probably the week of, but after Christmas for the next episode. I don't even know what the date is today. It's, today's uh, the, it's today's the 15th. Yeah, so we got 10 days with everything else coming up. You know, Christmas lands weird this year because it's on the weekend. So, <clears throat> yeah, and lots, lots going on. When we would normally be doing a show, we will be watching Die Hard. That's true. So, because yep. we're yep. doing it a day early this this week, this year yep. to uh, accommodate some peeps. Yep. So. Yep. So, so it is what so it is. So, the next uh, Christmas episode you're going to get out of us will be after, but it'll still be our Christmas week. It's still going to be our main Christmas episode. But um, yeah, so that's fun. 
Sorry, that distracted that the hell distracted, out of me. Yeah, man, we just got that. a drop. You couldn't hear it, but we heard it, and it hurt my ears. You have the cans turned up really loud tonight. I don't. I like it because I can. Oh. Because I can hear my vocal fry. You like a pair of loud cans? What? You like a pair of loud cans? Love a good, <laughs> love a good pair of loud cans just screaming at me. <laughs> Touch me! <laughs> Tweak me, fat boy! <laughs> That's not nice because I'm going to my... Ugh, fuck, I'm so disappointed in myself. I uh, I I got... I, I lost like almost 20 pounds, right? Oh, yeah, sounds like you have a tapeworm. I lost like almost 20... No, I was actually trying and I, I lost like 20 pounds and I was... I was I was all set to go to my yearly checkup with my doctor. Sure. And it was my my appointment would have fallen right when I was at my lowest, right? And then they call me and they go, "Ah, your doctor's going to be out of town, so we need to bump you until December." And then over the past month and a half, <laughs> were you going to a doctor in Wisconsin? Ah, your doctor's going to be out of town, you know. Yeah, she's uh <laughs> she's going to be out of town there, so you're going to have to come in December there, bud. Uh so <laughs> Over the past month and a half, what what did I do? You put on thirty five pounds, gained nine pounds back. Yeah, you're fine. I'm just disappointed. You're still down eleven. I know, but I feel like I'm letting her down. I'm like, who is she? I know she doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I know she doesn't. Is give she a giving shit. you nice artisanal handmade gifts? No, <laughs> not the kind you're giving out this year. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man. Like she was gonna be proud of me, and now she's not. She's gonna you... call me fluffy again. <laughs> She's called both me and my my brother in law a little fluffy, which is a nice way of saying you're a fat piece of shit. Yeah. So, in fairness, if you, if, you, if it makes you feel any better, I'm technically overweight too. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. What are you supposed to weigh at your height? I don't know, like two pounds or something. Like I don't know. You don't but actually am... know what your target weight is. One thirty five. One thirty five. Yep. Yep. And I'm like one. I, I've been around the 150 mark for 150, 155 for the last 10 years. If I weighed 155 pounds, I'd be dead. Yeah, probably. Probably. You're also like a full foot taller than me. So. Damn straight I am. And, and a, at least like a quarter of an inch longer than me. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's... On, a war- on a warm <laughs> on day. On a warm day. On a really warm day. Oh, <laughs> uh, I really do just bring the dick jokes, don't I? Yeah, you That's do. That's all I'm good for. It's good. That's all you're good for, but it's, it, it but... works. You know, since I'm so eager to die, put that on my my gravestone. This guy brought the dick <laughs> this jokes. Guy brought the dick jokes. <laughs> he was always good for a mushroom joke. <laughs> my, I think, like uh, my my target weight for my height is supposed to be like 185 to 190, and oh, that Jesus. even that seems low for that me. Seems huge. Like if I, can, it seems huge. <laughs> it seems huge. If I'm supposed to be 135, you're not that much bigger. Than I'm me. six one. You're what are you five, five seven? seven? Yeah, it's not that much bigger. I mean, it is, but it isn't. To be a difference of like what sixty pounds. 60 well that's one, crazy 135 is like that would be you'd be super skinny if that's you were 135 I, I would be very skinny if i was 185 yeah i would be yeah probably more healthy too probably fucking fat ass if i can get down to like 192 to 195 i'll be what happy you at, with like myself 260 right now no i'm at uh current my my current weight now that i've put nine pounds back on i'm like 217 oh okay doesn't yeah. look like it, right? Because I'm just wear, fucking solid man. I think I wear Levi's 217s. It's the, uh, it's the skinny fit. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Well, that's the unfortunate part is I still wear skinny jeans, which is... <laughs> I'm like that meme. Well, that guess people... what, James? They're not working. 
I'm like that meme that uh, like guys, uh, uh, guys, emo guys from the early 2000s who still wear skinny jeans and it's just like a blob on top with little tiny legs. That's me. Yeah, it's like the um, it's like old like you know those Play-Doh toys used to get where you put the Play-Doh on the top of it and you push the thing down and it just fills up the cavity <laughs> below and yeah. then overflows the top. Yep. that's pretty much what we do. That's me. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Well, what are you gonna uh, do? You're gonna you're you're gonna live life and um. And then die sometime. And then die, yeah. Um, what, what's been going on? I went to Greenfield <laughs> Village last night. That yeah. was cool. Was it green? Uh, it was no. It, well, yeah, it was. Unfortunately, um, we went for the holiday lights, and then my son ended up getting sick literally within like ten minutes oh, of being there. You okay? Yeah, he's fine now. I think. Uh, yeah, it was just. I I don't know what was wrong with him, but so him and my wife and my mother in law split. And then me and my daughter stayed with my parents, and then we ended up taking their car home. So we, oh. had, so I had to drive back to Dearborn to drop off their car this morning. But I got to go have Aaron and I went to go have breakfast at the. Ah, that's why you were at that place this morning. At the ah, Henry okay. Autograph Collection, which got was it. pretty fucking dope. I had the chicken and waffles. Was Deloitte? Whose autograph which is, did you get? Which is why I'm, you know, 217 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, though. You're on the fucking Brian diet. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. We uh we went to a candlelight string quartet. Last oh night. yeah, how'd that go? That was pretty awesome. Actually. Was it? Yeah. Um, we went to one last year too, and I think it was by the same company um that puts it on. But we went to this. It was at a church in Birmingham, which uh, oh Birmingham. If, if you don't know what Birmingham is, it's the uh, it's the rich fuck capital of Metro Detroit. Um, but there was a church down there, though. You walk in. Would you call Birmingham the the rich fuck capital? <sighs> yeah, Not like Rochester Hills? Or nah, something? they're all equal. Blue, they're, uh, Bloomfield, Bloomfield Hills. Hills. Yeah, they're all, about, all the they're same. all about equal, yeah. It's all the same pieces of Just fucking... Just yuppie fucks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was this super old church or whatever you walk in. There had to have been, oh God, no less than 2,500 candles. Really? Just, like, there's no lights on the entire place. It's sure. all candlelit. Yeah. And they're the, the fake battery-powered candles, of Oh, course. that's bullshit. Eh, you don't want to burn a church down. I get it. You know, not, tell, every, not tell, everybody can be Norway. I was going to say, <laughs> tell that to the metalheads in Norway, man. Um, but but it was cool, though. I, there's something about, like, I don't listen to classical music often. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to string quartets often. But there is something about going and seeing extremely talented musicians that it doesn't matter what style of music they're playing, it is captivating. Mm-hmm. And watching people who people who have put so much more into their craft than oh, you, God, than, yeah. than we have. Oh yeah, <laughs> like watching the 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 main the the main violinist of the group, like her fingers just dance on the fretboard. It's like it's, it's like watching a metal guitar player playing a solo or something like that you know like it's just it's just it's mesmerizing violin is just wild too to me like have you ever tried have you ever picked up a violin and tried to get a a nice sound out of it is that possible have you (laughs) well she she proved that that's true that's true have you ever done it no i've not it's It's hard it's ridiculous it sounds like dog shit when a when a person who's never like which is like you can pick up a guitar anybody can pick up a guitar and strum a chord i can you're right. Even you can. Yeah. And it sounds fine. Sure. Violin, cello. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, upright Viol- upright viola. bass. Yeah. There's two violinists, a cellist, and a violist. A violist, though you'd call them? There's no bass? 
No. I guess I cello, mean cello's cello low, was the best, cello's but, low low enough, but but um they played the uh they played the entire suite of the Nutcracker, which is fun. Very I nice. I'm ashamed to admit that I didn't realize even though I know all five pieces of the main Nutcracker suite. Yeah. I don't think that I ever realized that they were part of it. Like I knew oh, like really? I knew three of them were, but the other ones I'm like Oh, you always hear. I know him, this. You always hear him I just around. Didn't know that it was part of the Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah. Um, you probably heard him in a fucking Campbell's Soup commercial or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Like uh, they play like the Home Alone theme, some oh, other cool. stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was like yeah, classical cool. mixed with modern, mixed with. A was bunch it just of stuff. the two of you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was very cool. Very cool. Yeah, very that cool. sounds like fun. I'd like to go to one of those sometime. And then and then we went to uh, dinner. We got a drink a piece, and we each got a salad. And, and I paid and it cost $85. $750. For two salads and two drinks. I don't even want to talk about the Go price of things. Fuck the world. Where'd you eat? Uh, this little diner that we actually really like in Birmingham. It's like a little L-shaped diner, but Where is it? It's in it's on Main Street. In what? Birmingham. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fuck. I I it wasn't I, even I, that just, good of a salad either. $85 for uh, two salads. Oh, it was eighty dollars after tip. Yeah, two salads and two drinks. That's huh? it. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, that bullshit. Everything sucks right now. Everything <laughs> sucks. What's that? Who sings that song? Who sings "Everything Sucks"? I think punk everything band. is everything is awesome. Is from the no, Lego it's a movie. Punk band. It's a punk band. Okay, whatever. I'll look it up. I wish bit. everything was awesome. Um, but anyway, speaking of things that aren't awesome. Nailed it. I finally nailed it. Oh, there one. it is. There it's it been is. hard the last few weeks. Uh, let's get into some corrections from last week. Stupid! You're so stupid! The, uh, the bands that we were thinking of, there's two of them actually. It's The Descendants, but more importantly, Real Big Fish. It's a real big fish. That's, those are the Everything Sucks songs. Both, <laughs> both great, though. Both great. So that's a correction in real time for you. The other one I have is that last week... When we were talking about your wedding video. Oh, no. I said that it sounded like the voices from your wedding video were just doubled up. Yeah. But then after the show, you played me <laughs> You played me your entire wedding video. Yeah. I mean, we skipped, you know, kind of sure, skipped sure. around through it. Um, no, you're, no. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. There's some, there's like definitely some AI fuckery yeah. going on. Yeah. AI fuckery. That's, that's AI good, fuckery. That's like, a good way of putting it's, it. Uh, there's no doubt. Yeah. The beginning of my speech is not my voice. It's no. not even my voice. No. It's and, some... your, and yours actually is the most legible. Mine's the only one that you could... So I don't understand that. Like, why... And <laughs> you were so right about, about Vito's. He sounds like he sounds like he's got a lisp. Yeah. Like a really bad lisp. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, it... it there's like a curve on all of his words. Like, like, the, yeah, like all, the, all the ends are like, yeah, the front end of every word and the back end of every word is yeah. cut off. And then there's like a way. It's, it's, like, it's like English wasn't his first language and he doesn't know how to put like hard <laughs> angles onto his words. And then Sarah was <laughs> Russian for some oh, yeah. reason. Oh, yeah, she's a Russian spy. And then you could, uh, um, uh, 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 uh Kelsey. Yep. You could kind of understand her a little bit, but it was, I, hers was more like mine. But it was no like, hers was still hers was a, a cross between like Sarah's and yours. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, it yeah. doesn't matter. But like, point is, it sucks. <laughs> mine was mine was the best because, like you said, the crowd was gone. <laughs> I mean, so were, I'm making I all these say, jokes that I thought were bangers, and just fucking nobody's laughing. It was hilarious. Listening to it through the cans, you can hear it a little bit more just because it's like a direct feed, like into your headspace. But like, right. 
watching it on like a TV or anything else, it's fucking gone. So my request to Mike was, I, I want you to tell these people to fix your video. Or, or get the raw footage so that Vito can edit it himself. But I do not want the laughs put in to my speech. <laughs> I just want well, I want crickets put into my speech because it's it's better that way. I think I said this last week, and I and I was telling telling you and Mike, if if we do get it back and it is all fucked up, I want to have different people record like overdub all the speeches. Oh, and then we're gonna put like a Seinfeld laugh track underneath everything, <clears throat> and it's gonna be great. It'll and be like a sitcom. I humbly requested. I did. I did request this when we were talking about it a couple weeks that if. You do, in fact, have other people record record the the speeches. I just ask that you take a little bit of your wedding money and hire Ralph Ineson to do my speech. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe or maybe like Jackie Chan. Get him, get him to do it. <laughs> Equally as good. <laughs> Equally as good. Ralph Ineson, Jackie Chan, perfect. Both amazing. Amazing linguists. Um, <laughs> that's really all I've got. I don't have any corrections. Perfect. I actually thought it was a pretty good episode we were, last week. We were perfect. And our and our blood right on. our bloodhound Josh, he didn't sniff anything out, so uh it must mean that we were fucking perfect last week. Yeah. All right. So that means what are we doing this week? We're beating to the seasons. We're beating to the seasons. <laughs> uh <laughs> seasons beatings. It's kickoff of Christmas here, and so we obviously rightfully had to pick up a Christmas beer. Of course. Um, oh my god! You all right? I have an eyebrow that's like an inch and a half long. Yeah, will you trim that Good shit, dude? Good fucking lord! Just pluck it. I will. Oh, it hurts. I'll get pluck it, it and I'll throw it. Later. Pluck it and throw it in this candle. Maybe we could do some sort of <laughs> like, like sacrificial. I'm just gonna make. I'm just gonna make a. Uh, I'm just gonna make a uh, voodoo doll out of my eyebrow hair. Ew, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I don't. Uh, I, that's Ooh. that's one thing. Like I I don't like. I don't like when people don't keep their eyebrows are like, especially like you're one more time. Listen, you see an old, <laughs> you see an old man with like big prominent long eyebrows. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I kind of respect that. Even though I, I'll never do that. No. I, I'm going to keep mine looking tight. I'm going to keep them looking trim. Uh, keep your fucking nose hairs oh, yeah. and your ear Gross. hairs under control. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple of friends. I'm not going to name any names, but we have a couple of friends who will not take care of their nose hairs and they like stick down like three sixteenths of an inch below their nose and it's like dog you gotta see that like you gotta see that you have to look in the mirror and you have to see that why would you not do anything about it yeah i said i'm not gonna name any names yeah i'll, yeah, I'll talk yeah. about it afterward but that's it's like come that's on dude yeah like fucking take care of that shit yeah so anyway yeah <laughs> season's anyway, beatings so, uh, this week we are talking one movie, and one movie only, yep. uh, that's really just because we didn't have time to watch two movies, it's a, let's be it's honest. It's a busy season, it's all a right? Bu- it's a busy season. We'll have more time next week, promise. Um, and we also recorded we, our last episode on Monday, so it was we didn't even pick the movie that we were going to watch for this week until, until like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so, from, so we're, we're talking about Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Yeah, this week the Joe Bigos joint. Joe Bay Bagos Bagos. Yeah, why isn't he? Why isn't he doing the Spike Lee route? A and, Joe and, Bagos and, joint. And call it a Joe Bagos joint. He should. I think Spike Lee probably has like a a licensing on that. Probably, yeah. don't fuck you him. think? Fuck him. 
<laughs> Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> so from Frank, to go along with that, from Frankenmuth Brewery, which I don't think we've ever done a Frankenmuth Brewery. I don't believe that we have, and I didn't realize this beforehand. Not only is this a Christmas beer, but Frankenmuth is the home of Christmas. Frankenmuth is the home of Christmas. It's the home of Bronner's. Which is which... the biggest, the largest Christmas store in the world. In the world? Yes. And it it's open. It is open, the world's largest Christmas store, and it's open year round. Three sixty five, and it's literally fifteen minutes away from the architect's house now. So if you're like a freak for Christmas, yeah. and you haven't taken a, a, a pilgrimage to Frankenmuth, Michigan, if, if you're a ho ho ho, if you're a ho, exactly, <laughs> and you haven't taken a pilgrimage to Frankenmuth, Michigan, then you can't really claim that status. Yeah, as a ho ho ho. Yeah. Warning: There's literally nothing else around it. Uh, that's not true you can go to zenders and get a nice chicken dinner that's in frankenmuth i'll talk about outside of it though you know like bronner's is bronner's is literally like 400 feet from downtown frankenmuth okay fine so so travel a long distance to go to bronner's and get chicken well bronner's (laughs) and then go to zenders and then go stay at the uh uh the bavarian inn yeah which is very nice. Also get chicken there. And Frankenmuth is cool because it's got like a whole Bavarian style aesthetic. Sure. And they also have a lot of like cool bars and stuff like that. So it's a cool place to visit. It's very, it's very German. So if you're a Nazi, come on over. <sighs> I don't know what to do with that. I really don't know what to do with that. I feel like that's inappropriate. No, we are not Argentina. We are not a, a safe haven for uh, yeah. Nazis. We, oh, we if, like... oh, yeah. If you are a Nazi, please travel to Frankenmuth. Because <laughs> we'll find you. Yeah, we'll beat you. <laughs> and we will um, beat you. No, we like we like, we like like happy Germans. Like, like my lineage. Yeah, and We're me happy, too. Happy Germans. Me too. Although I haven't done a 23andMe yet, so I don't, I'm not, I, I, I guess I can't, com- I can't claim that well, yet. I can tell you that my, my heritage are just Germans who like sausages. That's it. I hope that's what mine is. I'm blonde hair, blue eyes, who knows? Well, you know? That's just German. <laughs> that's just German. <laughs> it's true. We'll, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. I will do it eventually once I get over my paranoia about about them putting are, me in the you system. You are a direct descendant of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> God, could you imagine if you found out that you were like a direct descendant of some? If you were like, if you found out you were a direct, not necessarily Hitler, but like a direct descendant of some horrible Nazi, like what would you do? Yeah. It'd be it'd kind of fuck you up, right? Yeah, like, what do you, you do, with, what do, you do I mean, with that? You don't do anything with it. You just move on with your life. You but hide like, it. You hide it. You don't want to be known <laughs> as that guy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't want to be known as that guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the beer and let's <laughs> stop talking about weird shit. My God. So from Frankenmuth Brewing, Frank, Frankenmuth Brewery, established in 1862. That's a nice run. It is. Uh, Tis the season. This is Christmas Town Spiced Ale. Toasted sweet dark malts with holiday flavors to create a taste and aroma that is unmistakably Christmas in every sip. She's a 6.0%er by volume, 27 IBUs. I know that we've looked it up so many times and I can never... uh, She's uh, a lot darker than I thought she'd be. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it's a good... uh, It's like an orangey, amberish Oh, I was going to say amber, but that's actually quite... uh, It's darker than amber. It's like honey. Kind of, kind of looks like 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 the like raw honey, like raw honey, yeah, like raw, yeah, raw honey. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. Cheers. I'm doing raw. 
All right, let's drink this and shut up mm. for a while. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Uh. Got nutmeg. There's clove. It's all the Christmas spices. It's the pumpkin pie spices. I was going to say, it's also all the Halloween spices. This tastes like a pumpkin beer almost. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Well, pumpkin pie... Has allspice, which is, is fucking... It, yeah, you know, pumpkin just, pie and like Christmas spice are kind of the same thing. I just feel like I, when you like when you want to make something that's either Halloween or Christmas, you just throw the same spices into it. You know what this is? Does Frankenmuth Brewing make a pumpkin beer? Because they might have just had a shit ton left over, <laughs> and they just repackage it as Christmas beer, and no one noticed the difference. It's it's It's... Completely possible. We figured you out, Frankenmuth. They've been around since 1862. Like they it's know a Franken beer. They it's, know it's, it's... they know the tricks. I'm gonna peel the label off of this. There's probably a fucking <laughs> Do pump, it. pumpkin spice beer yeah, label under it's, this. It's good, and we all know by now that I've come uh, around pumpkin beers. So this is delightful. You said you were gonna try pumpkin pie this year. Did you do that yet? No, no, I did not. I wasn't around any pumpkin pie this year. Believe it or not. You were, you just weren't in any like pumpkin pie spaces I really wasn't, this year. I really wasn't. Okay. Um, my Thanksgiving got cut short for reasons. <laughs> um, and uh, and then when we went over to her place, there's there wasn't pumpkin pie just there. So pumpkin yeah, pie. I just wasn't in the same place with it. I'm gonna make you a pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. Uh, no, but I'm gonna buy you a pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. Or I'll have my mother-in-law make it because she Ooh, makes a she makes she a make good me pumpkin a cream pie. pie. A banana cream pie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She actually makes really good banana cream pie. Do you like me? You don't like bananas. I mean, I like your wife, so. <laughs> Do you like banana cream pie? Yes or no? No. Okay. I don't like banana. Like I. So you I don't, don't like a like a banana's foster? I will eat the fuck out of a banana, right? Like it's the raw peel it. Oh, banana. I thought you didn't like bananas. I don't like banana flavored things. It's just weird to me. Like I will eat a banana. I'll, I'll fuck with a banana. That's fine. But banana flavored things, it's just a weird taste. Have you ever to had be in something other than something phallic? Have you ever had? Have it, you ever had bananas Foster? I have, I have. And you didn't like it. I can stand it, but it's not a favorite. It's not a whatever. Like mm. we used to go camping. Our go to was you take a banana, you split down the middle, you yeah, line yeah, it with yeah. chocolate, and you roll it in foil, and you put it in the fire. Everything about that sounds good. I just don't like it. You had to dis- <laughs> I just don't. When like you it. first told me that you used to do that. I made you describe it to me 76 times because I could not understand what the fuck you were talking about. You're so, so you cut, you, you do what with the banana? Like, with, it sounded so weird to me and I still don't, I, I don't think I have, we'll like, do it on the cha- we'll do it on the camp out next year. The picture in my mind of what you're talking about probably isn't what you're actually talking about. I don't know how it could be anything other than that, but okay. I just don't know. I just, you need to do it for we'll me. We'll do it. I'll, I'll do it on the, on the camp out next year. All right. We'll do it. Let's do that. Uh, this beer, the yep. beer's good. Beer's good. The beer's good. It tastes like a pumpkin beer, though. So we're on the wrong holiday. We're, we're, um, <laughs> we're on the wrong holiday. <laughs> I think pump, pumpkin pie is still a, a is still a good Christmas pie. You know, it's still a good Christmas pie. Like so a it's fruit like pie is better for Christmas. A fruit pie, yeah. Like what? Apple? I don't know. Like a good blueberry. Oh man, I, I do, love. Blue- I, I do love a blueberry. I love pie. blueberry pie. Yeah, see, I'm convincing you now. Cherry pie is not my favorite. I. You yeah, know what? I've, it's 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 in the right in the middle for me. You know what I've never had? Strawberry pie. Oh, it's delicious. Never. Oh, had it's it. super good. 
Super good. Know what I haven't had Super in like 20 years? Good. Rhubarb pie. Never had it. I used to love rhubarb pie when I was younger. Yeah. It's because it's a little tiny bit of rhubarb and then 76 pounds of sugar. Yeah. That's the second time that I've used 76 in the last couple minutes. So There's something rhubarb there. Is, uh, rhubarb is poisonous if you eat too much of it. Is it really? Raw rhubarb, yeah. Nice. Well, <laughs> too much beer is poisonous if you drink too much of it. That's true. Really, really everything we do is poisonous if you do too much of it. You can drink too much water and get water poisoning. It's true. It Her- happened to... Heroin. Heroin. That's one of those ones where you got to do a lot of it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you, you gotta do. Away, you can get away <laughs> like, with a little like in, bit. Like in small amounts, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get into trailer trashed. <laughs> okay, James, sir, we have some trailers for you. God, that was nice, dude. That's right, right, right. It was good. I can tell you went and listened to some classical music yeah. yesterday because yeah. that just can you sounded... hear the strings in my voice, the yeah. staccato mm-hmm. movements. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> what did you say earlier? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say earlier when you were trying to say waxing poetic? <laughs> Wax poetic. <isn't> Wax. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! All right. Uh, do you like the Stone Age? I do. Yeah. Like horror movies. I do. You ever seen a horror movie take place in the Stone Age? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well yeah, maybe. Like some old uh, Harryhausen stuff. That's not the Stone Age, James. Yeah, they that was like back in the Stone Age, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was like... Like Cyclops and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, that, that was... Stone no. Age kind of shit. No, fuck, no, we were on no the I guess that was Conan, wasn't it? That, no, well, that wasn't Conan. Not that was... That was like you, uh, the Odyssey era and oh, stuff. Like, like that uh, was like old Greek stuff, but that wasn't the Stone yeah, Age. Yeah, that wasn't the Stone Age. They had ships and they Con- were they were civilizations. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, Out of Darkness is a new movie uh, that's coming out um, this year uh, or next year rather, uh, February 9th, It's coming out, uh, and this is a horror movie uh, that takes place within the Stone Age. Can't say that I've ever heard of anything like it, and um, I have not watched this trailer yet, so I'm not sure what to expect myself. Uh, so let's check it out. This is Out of Darkness. Panarashum. Or well, an animal, maybe, or something? At one point, well, yeah. I mean, some something they said it was... Something forced a, a mastodon over a cliff. So it's yeah. got to be something big T-Rex? and terrifying. <laughs> a T-Rex. <laughs> a T-Rex. <laughs> I don't, I, it's weird. It, like, I was, I, I was getting, like... Uh, and maybe it's just because of the setting, but the even ritual? some of the shops, shots, like, I was getting ritual vibes yep, from yep. it, for sure. It also it takes place completely in the woods, too. And then also Prey, you know, the yep. the, the, the newest Predator movie. I, I don't know my history well enough. At 43,000 years BC. That said 3,000 right? years no, BC. No, 43. It was 43,000 years. Didn't that say... 
Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. 43. Yeah. Yeah. Like 43,000 years ago in the Stone Age. Is that what civilization was like? There was something about those characters in that trailer that seemed too modern. Too modern. I mean, am I, and I could be completely wrong on that because I don't know like my 40,000 year ago <laughs> history. Maybe it wasn't, but like, it seemed very modern to me, like, the way their structure was and everything else. Yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, I have. No I think idea. of the Stone Age. I think of like, oh, 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 you make stone, kill Mastodon. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like, did they have, like, did they have a uh, an actual, um, like a like a really fleshed out, um, like family hierarchy and and that well, kind they of probably stuff? did that well, hierarchy. Like, yes, I'm yeah. thinking more like a really fleshed out language. I don't know. You know. Yeah, maybe I don't, this could be. We'll look. We'll look into this a little bit. I yeah. don't know. I don't know when language came about. Does anybody really? <laughs> Linguists. Might. I mean, do they though? <laughs> maybe going back that far. Really, all we you have go to, on written accounts. I think really all you have to go off of. Well, there was no. I mean, there was no written language back then. Really, all you have to go off is like cave paintings and stuff like that. And movies. And movies, <laughs> which movies are, you know, 100% accurate. Anyway, what were you saying? No, I was just going to say, like, well, it'll be a correction for next week because I, I just don't know. It strikes me as weird, but I can't imagine you making an entire movie about that and being wrong. So, I mean, fiction is a thing, you know, like no, you could just. No, fixin. <laughs> fixins. Fixin. Fixins are also a thing, but like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to make a movie like that, you're going to. Because I was, I was yeah. sitting there. You would I, do your I, research as I was watching that. I was like, "What? What is this language that they're speaking?" But it's, it's probably something that they just made up for the movie, right? I have no idea. I don't. I probably not made up. Why not? Tolkien did I guess it. They could, but T Tolkien did it. Tolkien was also a completely mythological universe. Well, this is. I mean, the, yeah. I'm. This could be. This could be mythological too. That's it's a, Earth. It's also. <laughs> It's Earth. Yeah, but this is all... <laughs> it's not Elven or uh I just feel like Middle Earth. I feel like going there's no records from forty three thousand years ago. So it's like well, we kind of have to go based off of assumptions. So Well, we'll do our research on this. We're gonna revisit this next next week because I'm I'm curious to learn more about this. Me too. I just don't know. But it looks the movie cool. looks great. Looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, movie yeah. looks great. Yeah. Um monsters in the woods and whether it be uh, real, like a animal or an actual monster, who knows? But it looks it looks great. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our next and last movie. Uh, this is a movie called Destroy All Neighbors. I have seen this trailer. As have I. Oh, have you? Yes. Ah. But let's watch it again. Alex, didn't he? Damn it. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> Alex King. <sighs> Check out the Beyond the Vi Beyond the Void podcast, by the way. And thank Alex for ruining this trailer for us. You I couldn't fucker. not. He said <laughs> he says horror fans stop what you're doing right now and watch this trailer. So I did. Oh, I was so looking forward to seeing your actual reaction to this. But anyway, this is the trailer for Destroy All Neighbors. We'll uh, we'll be back in a second. Hey, how's that van going? Uh, it's mainly me these days. Ah! I just want to finish my album. You have been trying to finish this album for three years. One, two. What is this? It's a progressive form of Prague. I've been calling it uh, uh, Prague Squared. Shut up! You didn't hear that, did you? You yelling shut up at nobody? Yeah, I heard it was very loud. That is not what rock and roll is all about. Let's rock! <laughs> you're a loser and you're gonna die a loser. Now that was rock and roll. Stop. Just be cool. 
and don't murder anyone else. Um, <laughs> this movie looks insane. It looks amazing. Oh, fuck. It's, I love batshit crazy, just weirdo movies, and yeah. that's exactly what that is. Yep. And look what and look what's it what what is it on? Shutter. After Shutter. after was it last week you started talking shit about Shutter? I wasn't talking shit about like, Shutter. I feel like Shutter's just uh they're getting Shutter too, they're got getting a little too artsy fartsy. They for, got a little hoity toity. Well maybe did. they heard you and they made this movie. Good. In a week. Good. Featuring Alex Winter. Good. As Lemmy Killmeister. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, that guy looks like Lemmy, doesn't he? If Lemmy, if Lemmy was like, if Lemmy uh, let himself go a little bit. Yeah, from my understanding, though, that is uh, Alex Winter under all the prosthetics. I didn't, like see, I didn't know that. He is I, Vlad the neighbor. I, when I was watching this, I, I didn't pay attention to the uh, the writing on the screen because I'm stupid, you know, and I don't sure. I don't read stuff because I'm an idiot. Uh, words are hard. <laughs> words are hard. Alex Winter shows up later in the the trailer. He's the detective or whatever who says, "Just don't kill anybody else." Yeah, I, I um, think he plays a dual role. Yeah, he plays. I, he also plays Vlad, the neighbor, who coincidentally gets impaled, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that it's it's about a struggling musician who just wants to get this album that he's been dreaming about on tape. He wants to get it recorded, and it turns out that he is willing to go to whatever lengths he can. So it would have been a really good double feature with Studio 666. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm sure there's plenty of other music, music-based. music Rock and roll. It also gets into like some, uh, it looks like it gets into some like Pick of Destiny sort of territory, too. Where That's another good one. Where Vlad becomes a demon who's like shooting lightning from his eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, I like that. This movie, it just looks insane. It looks like it's got a lot of awesome practical effects. Just stop right there. It's got a lot of awesome. A lot of awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Yeah, no, it looks uh, it looks fantastic. That's going to be a day oneer for me. I could do with week oneer. I could know. do without the huge loogie that flat <laughs> that Vlad hocks onto the eyepiece <sighs> of the. Oh God, dude, that's so the gross. shit. I can watch everything except for that kind of stuff. Yep, it's just that bothers me so much. I got the chunky bit. Oh God. I'll tell you the lucky one. But that uh, that looks great, man. I'm really excited for that one. It does. Uh, all right. Well, those are your... Uh, that's it. Those, those are your trailers. Your, those are your trailers. All right. Well, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Those were our trailers. We are getting sufficiently trashed. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. Right, James. Uh, not a ton of news this week. A lot of smalls. A lot of smalls, with the exception of the one big, which is a death. Uh, I'm sure you heard about this one this week. I don't know. Maybe. Um, at the age of 61, Andre Braher oh, passed away. Yeah. Uh, horror fans would know him from movies like The Mist. Uh, he was great in The Mist. Um, but I think more recently, he was. He's more known for Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was so funny. It was on probably that show. like the most well-known thing recently that he's done. Uh, he was also in uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, which I will, I will go on record to say that is not a terrible movie. No, it's not. I fucking loved it. Doug I, Jones as the Silver Surfer. Come on, come on. I always enjoyed it. it. I know people. I know that. people give that movie a lot of shit, but I always enjoyed it. I liked the first Fantastic Four movie too. 
the one from the eighties? No, the the. <laughs> The, the the Silver Surfer movie was the sequel to the oh, first like I thought you were talking proper about proper Fantastic Four. I thought you were talking about the OG. Oh, the Roger Corman one. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> I own the movie. I own the documentary. It's fantastic. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, though, uh, he's done a ton of other stuff. Uh, Frequency, City of Angels, Primal Fear, uh, Murder in Mississippi from back in the day, The Andromeda Strain. He was in the practice. He was in House. Like. The guy did tons and tons and tons. Uh, super, super sadly passed away at the young, young age of 61. Did they um, release a, a it just cause said a of brief, death? Or? Brief oh, illness. brief illness. That's so, right. Yeah. Who knows, who, who knows until anything else comes out. Um, you know, one of the things that I've never watched that I want to was the tw- uh, 2004 miniseries of Salem's Lot with... Um, oh. What's his name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not Uncle Jesse, the other guy. Um, not Uncle Jesse. Yeah, I I was not uh, John, Rob Lowe. Not Rob John Lowe Stamos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Rob Lowe and John Stamos are kind of interchangeable. Let's be honest. They're both they're both beautiful men who don't age. Yeah, yeah. But but think of one thing that one was in, the other one could totally just step in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're although kind of, they're although kind of I, the same person, I couldn't see Rob Lowe actually being Uncle Jesse. That's the one role oh, that I, could. I couldn't see oh, him I doing. Oh, I could. Nah, absolutely. He just doesn't have. He doesn't. You're just too close to it, James. That's it. I am. I am. <laughs> very, I am close very to close to it. I've watched a lot of it in the last couple of years. Uh, anyway, though, rest in peace to Andre Brower. Brower. Brogger. Brogger. Yeah. Sorry. Um. God, fucking six. That's that sucks. Yep. Sixty-one, man. Yep. That's a bummer. All right. Well, sometimes people die and then they come back to life and they live very full lives. Oh, all right. Vampires. Oh, vampires. Also. People in musicals. You know what the those two things have in common? Uh, no, but I have a feeling you're about to tell me. The Lost Boys is being turned into a musical. Oh, yeah. All and right. that's exciting news. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Patrick Wilson, uh, who... Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm like dying right now. Do you now. need a Tums? Yeah. Do you nope, really? Nope, nope, I'm good. I can go get uh, Patrick tums. Wilson, who we know from The Conjuring and uh, you know, Insidious and whatnot, uh, he's producing the adaptation of The Lost Boys for the stage, which is pretty awesome. I love I love Patrick Wilson, so that's yeah. anything he does I'm I'm in for. Um, but uh yeah, there's not much news about this right now. It's it's just being it's in the works, so whatever. But that's exciting. If you're a Lost Boys fan, it's coming to the screen. And I think the, that, the musical is coming to yeah, the screen? Or, or coming to the stage. Coming right? to the stage. It's uh I kind of feel like it lends itself, right? Does Do you it? see a bunch of manly vampires just singing on stage and being creepy? I can. Not being creepy. See, I, I picture this more like over the top, like over like over the top stage, like just like the like, We are vampires. <laughs> Yeah, like twinkle, 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 like newsies, <laughs> except for with vampires, <laughs> newsies, vampies. <laughs> like, like, unlike, um, so not scary like a movie like Saw would be. I as a musical, yeah, Saw can make a good musical too. Well, my next bit of news: Saw the musical is going to be touring. No, is going. We we already talked about this. That shouldn't be news for you, but Saw the Did musical about this? is going to be touring nationwide. And it's coming to Chicago for a three-month stint next year. We should go. I will that, go to that. That is reason enough 
to go to Chicago to see this. Oh, we did because we talked about the, did we talk about the splash zone and stuff yes. like that? Yeah, yes, yeah. that's right. I remember I think now. So, at least. But yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, my next bit of news here is about the Saw the Musical National Tour. We should go. I mean, yeah. If you live anywhere near any of the sites, you should go. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, the national tour begins in L.A. with a six-week run. And then it goes, uh, where else does it go to here? It's going to, uh, where we got here? It's going from L.A. to San Diego to Las Vegas to Portland, Oregon, uh, to Greenlee, Colorado, and then Chicago, Illinois from July 26th to August 18th. All right. Well, it's it's a smaller window, but we should go. That's I will go to that. I do have a birthday in there. Oh, happy birthday! Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I wonder what ticket prices will be like for that. I don't know. I guess we can find out, but yeah, it'd be worth it. Or maybe we know a guy. Maybe I, maybe I can just call up Carrie Elwes and be like, "Hey, dog." You know Carrie Elwes? I no. Oh, but I said maybe I can call him up. That's that's fine. I didn't say I know him. Oh, that's fine. Oh, I did I'm say sure maybe, I, I did say maybe we know a guy. We don't, but I could still call him. I'm and sure, see what I'm he sure could we do can for us. find his personal information on the dark web somewhere. It's, it's all available. It's gotta be like a dark web princess bride thread somewhere. The dark the dark <laughs> web. <laughs> we're, we're just gotta all that's where Deadpool found what's his name for um see? Uh, Savage yep. for the for the Deadpool two point five where he kidnapped him and then read him the story of Deadpool. See? That's it. Yeah. That's where we found it. And that's all factual. So All factual. Yep, we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that it no, for this week? Saw the musical, though. Fuck yeah. Uh, speaking of Saw, no, we're not done yet. Uh-huh. Speaking of Saw, uh, we talked about this earlier, but uh, we are getting Saw 11. I think we talked about it earlier that it is happening, but we are getting Saw 11 September 27th of next year. Nice. They're already, they're already calling it, right? It's coming, and I'm excited that we're getting... I feel like we've talked about this already, but I think it was just in personal conversation because this was only four days ago this broke. <clears throat> um, we're no, getting, we, we're we getting talk- yearly. No, we did talk about it on the show last did week. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, we did because we uh, we talked about how uh, we like this idea of the sticking sticking installments in between the, the first and the third. We did. Did yeah uh, the first we and the record, first and the second rather it's cause because we recorded, we recorded on, Monday. on Monday. Yeah. Well, We're all fuck fucked me. Up. All right, fine. How about some other Saw Eleven news then? That's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm into that. Uh Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, who have uh written the last three Saw movies. Yeah. Uh Jigsaw, Spiral, and then the new one. Okay. Um, they are not returning. Okay. So we're getting all new writers once again, which honestly, I am okay with it. Because I feel like we need some new a new input on what's been going on. Yeah, because so. Jig- Jigsaw Spiral and this most recent movie were not my favorites. So, yeah, let's get some fresh blood in here. Yep. Or let's get some old blood in here. Let's get fucking James Wan and Lee Winnell back in. Well, James Wan just directed, but Lee Winnell, yeah, absolutely. Let's get them back Come on in. Back. Get you know. Come back to the well. They're basically Wanell. They're basically the Matt Damon and f- what's his face? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck of the Saw series. So I, let's sure we can let's go get with that. them back yeah. together. Uh, but yeah, so they're not coming back. So uh, I, I hope that that means that the series is going to either you're either going to get established people or fans of the established series coming on to write for it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't go crazy and do too many new things. I don't know. Yeah. 
I feel like whenever you switch up a writing team, which the Saw franchise um, is historically well known for having a lot of the same writers. Right. So if you're going to bring in someone new, hopefully it's for the better. I'll keep an open mind for it. I mean, give give us a call. Yeah. We can come up with something. Yeah. Won't be good, but... I mean, it might be good. Oh, it might be, too. Yeah. We do spend a lot of our time just sitting around talk, uh, wax... Mine wax would be po- wax poeticing about mine about would be Saw, about so. a a musical group uh, on tour and they find themselves in Jigsaw's clutches. You just can't help yourself, can you? You well, just keep going back to that. You just keep going back to the music group on well, tour. Well, yeah, because you can call it Bandsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Sold. I just turned you around on it. Sold. Nice. Uh, Orphan 3 is happening. Really? Yep. William Brent Bell is actively developing a sequel. There you go. I mean, like... That's the news. How long can you keep bringing her back in before she actually looks like she's 45? I'm only (laughs) 14 years old. (laughs) Missy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty much what Isabel Furman uh, sounds like these days. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, or three. It's apparently happening. Uh, speaking <laughs> of third movies, Terrifier 3. You brought this up last week, and I don't know how you already knew this or not, because news broke like after the fact. I'm a genius. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, my computer. And also... My computer froze. What is going on? Well, that's still recording. That's, that's good. Yeah, well, the internet froze. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, wait. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, uh, Lauren Levera has signed on for Terrifier 3. You already knew that somehow, but this only broke two days ago. So I don't know how you already knew that. Because if you go to the psychic, because if you go to the IMDb for uh, for uh, Terrifier three, she's credited. Okay, maybe people assumed it and it just came true. Who knows? I mean, you'd be stupid to not bring her back. Would be like people are people took to her so well as as the 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 final girl like people are calling her the the new big scream queen sure which is that's i'm fine with that well here's the thing uh damien leone uh he's uh he went on to talk about the uh the new movie and he says uh lauren brings an unparalleled essence to the film and her return is integral to the continuation of the chilling narrative we've crafted her character will be more developed as she is dealing with these intense trauma stemming from the events of the previous film and eventually she must conquer these challenges to confront art her continued metamorphosis into art's formidable foe is one of the most intriguing and exciting aspects of this franchise for me so, so that tells me she is going to be the stalwart of the franchise, and I I like that Enjoy because it. so I, I I was thinking about this earlier today because uh, thus far with the Terrifier movies nobody's safe, right? Yeah, yeah and much. that's fine. I appreciate that when you have somebody like Art who can you know he he'll literally just kill in it like. I mean, with the first Terrifier movie, you thought Tara was going to be the the final girl, and then he just shoots her in the face fifty times. Yeah, i I was thinking to myself earlier today, like that's fine that nobody's off limits because it brings kind of a you know it brings kind of a fresh fresh sort of outlook to. But also, like you said, Damien Leone is he's developing as a as a as a filmmaker, so. You can't just keep pulling the same tricks. So this sure. idea of having like a you know like a Jamie Lee Curtis like a Laurie Strode sort of character but, who is the 
the the glue. Yeah. Like the you know, the cosmic foe of of uh of when Art the about, Clown. When thinking about Halloween movies, when there's another Halloween movie, you go, Okay, oh, so Michael Myers is back, cool. But then when you go, Oh shit, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Right. It's gravitas. Like, like you're more excited about Laurie Strode being back than you are about Michael Myers at this point because right. he's in every one of them. But then yeah. I also thought, would they bring her back and, you know, develop this character even further and then kill her off? And I can I, hope to- not. I can totally see that happening, too. Eh, maybe, but I hope not. Um, he also talks about how um, other characters are returning. Uh, Chris Jericho is <laughs> returning for the uh, the threequel. Yes. Uh, it says, this one's going to pick up where uh, part two left off in the insane asylum. So you're going to see what transpires there, what mayhem unfolds. Because seeing how Art and Victoria end up, it's so insane. Seeing how they get out of that situation, what happens is going to be really wild. So we have to get Chris Jericho back there and see how he becomes part of the situation. I think the move that they could make is killing off the brother. Because like, no, I'm like sure he was. You know what I mean? Anyway, but I, but he's <laughs> like bringing him back because nobody wants to see, at least not yet. Nobody wants to see Sienna die, right? Not yet, because no. they would almost expect that because that's what you've gotten from these movies so far is the hero dying. So killing off the brother is a, a kind of a safe move to make. Where it'll, bit, yeah. where it'll still be heavy, it'll still hit, but you're not killing off your main. It's and more safe. It's more safe than killing her off for sure. And I that's don't. Think, I'm I don't think she should ever die. I think Sienna should be Art's foe until the very end. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. Until there's just some big battle where they both kill each other, and then she ascends to heaven and he descends to hell and or they fucking make the antichrist yikes dude <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm into it but <laughs> just saying just saying all right yeah well i'm excited to see what they do <laughs> yeah i you agree know. that's uh that's the news that's the news that's it so uh we're gonna take a little bit of a break eat a few cherry sour balls that i got at westbourne market today no big deal Michigan cherry sour balls. Sure. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, okay. It's no big deal. Okay. Stop making a big deal out of it, dude. Sorry. And when we get back, season's beatings. It's time to dive into Christmas, baby. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Christmas time in the city. Bloody bells, bloody bells. <laughs> something, something. Get your dick cut off by a robot. Bloody Wait. balls, bloody balls. That's not how that goes, is it? I mean, it's kind of how it goes <laughs> if uh, you happen to be watching Christmas, bloody Christmas. Damn! From 2022, directed by Joe Bigos, uh, who's got quite the pedigree. Uh, VFW, almost human. Bliss. Bliss. Yeah, he's he's done a lot. That, that's that's what that's what uh, constitutes as quite the pedigree for you. Yeah, I mean that's what four four movies plus he's done some other ones too, but like four movies over the last six years. 
I feel uh, like a six a, a six year winning streak of every movie you're putting out being good is a, that's a pedigree. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think you're underselling the shit out of him, sir. Uh, yeah, but you forget you forget to mention that he also kicks puppies, which is kind of a black mark on his record. Is it though? Were, were the puppies annoying? Yeah. So worth it. They were my dogs in particular. Worth so, it. Oh God, fucking punk the <laughs> shit out of your dogs. Jesus Christ. It's Christmas Eve and Tori just got uh, blah, blah, blah. There you go, bud. <laughs> got wrapped up with the blink song. Fucking. It's Christmas Eve and Tori wrapped two fucking presents. Actually, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You now have to read this synopsis. Oh, in all right with that song it's christmas eve and tori just wants to get drunk and party when the robotic santa and the nearby toy store goes haywire and begins to rampant killing spree through her her small town she's forced to kill a battle for survival that didn't work I think I did it to the best of my ability, though. Um, it's Christmas Eve, and Tori just wants to get drunk and party, but when a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire, begins a rampant killer, begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she is forced into a battle for survival. See, I think we just figured out what was wrong is you can't read. Yeah, you, you can't read? Yeah. And so that's why you okay. Would you like to try it? No, I don't. I really okay. don't. So go fuck yourself. But I because I can't sing. You if, can't read. I can't sing. I can read. You can sing. If we could just combine our forces, we would, would be probably a real work. boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this uh, this movie is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love the shit out of this movie. I liked it, but it was. It was, it was exactly, uh, pretty good. It was, ex- it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was exactly pretty good. I think that it's a thousand percent Joe Bigos. Like my my very mm-hmm. first note of this is I love how gritty and just like down and dirty and real Bigos movies feel like. Oh, it was a hundred percent Joe Bigos. I'm and not... and I loved it for that though. Like it's in the pantheon of movies. Is it a gone with the wind? Well <laughs> no, that movie sucks. But like is it <laughs> is it a Shawshank redemption? No. But I'm not expecting it to be a Shawshank redemption. I'm expecting it to be a Joe Bigos movie. And in that repertoire it's a fucking win for me. Repertoire. I like how you like. I like how you say that very French, without <laughs> without the R. At I'm sorry. The end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In that repertoire. In that repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like like judging it from just for what it is and what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's it's a winner. Absolutely. It had Joe Bigos all over it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I happen to really really enjoy Joe Bigos movies. So. I super like his aesthetic. I, I really like his aesthetic. I do sure. like the, sure. the 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 lighting, the use of lighting that he had, that he has like a lot of like sort of neon blues and 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 reds, it's, greens. You could almost and say stuff. that it's it's almost Argento esque. Argento his, his and then Argento yeah. and then like a lot of uh, like cosmos uh how the fuck pasmanos yeah, yeah. I can see <laughs> is, that. That, is that how you say his name yeah i can see it um yeah i kind of i kind of put him in that same sort of a little more gritty it's the grindhouse version of both of those things yeah 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 it's like it's like if uh it's like if quentin tarantino did a uh, co- now did no. a cosmos pit it's mm. 
Quentin would fuck it up somehow. I'm it's, just putting that out there. It's, he would. Qu- it's Quentin Tarantino mixed with with Rob Zombie because of the dialogue. That's fair. Because they because no character in this movie can go more than a second and a half without yeah. saying fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's that's but it what, also made it really fucking lifelike. It made it uh, it made it like it, it also kind of made it annoying. Like we swear a lot, we do. We probably swear more on this show than we actually swear in real life. Maybe and you, maybe you do. To me, to me this like to me not being able to go a full sentence without saying fucking I think it I think it grounds it too much in reality because of where I grew up and how I've talked about this before how people in bad acts certain people can't not swear in a sentence and ma- and like boston and i like swearing don't get me wrong I, I love to swear i do it all the time i love it but it's like when it's overdone i'm just like ah, just fucking it it can be a little annoying I, I will give it that like something about if i'm in a conversation with like you for example i might drop the fuck in I don't know a bunch of. I might drop it a bunch of times in a sentence, but it's it's different in the moment when you're watching something that you know is scripted. It always sometimes feels a bit much. But at the same time, I will say this as a as a as a um, not a critique, but more as like a uh, what's the opposite of a critique? Why can't I think of the word right now? As a as a bonus, like it does it does make it feel it it makes the dialogue feel organic. Yeah, I. It's just that organically, I don't like it. Like when I meet people who swear too much, I'm just like, find some different sure. fucking words. And I say that <laughs> as I drop the f bomb. I. It's just like. So you're a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite a little bit. I don't. They 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 swear a lot in this movie, they do. and they it's do. almost distracting how much they swear it's, in this movie. It's equally distracting, but it's distracting in a very like lifelike way there's when i'm when i'm out in public and there's people that just don't have a filter and they're just talking i think to myself i go why are you talking that in public why are you okay doing, that's what this movie was. so what do you think of those people when you hear them right yeah it's too what much you, it's, it's too, too much no i i and, agree and i agree and that's and that's I, it is very realistic because there are people like that but when i hear people who just won't stop swearing in public i always i always think to myself you're kind of annoying I and that's what, what the beginning of this movie I think made it, me think these characters are annoying. But I think what it is is in the comfort of your own home or within our group of friends, anybody can curse that much and you don't think anything of it. It's just a public thing. And watching it in a movie that is a public thing, you notice it more. That's yeah, you're probably it's really right. what's really what it is. You're probably right. Um, and that's one of those things. Like that's one of the critiques I've always made about Rob Zombie movies. Sure, it's like they sure. they they don't say anything that I wouldn't say in real life. It's just that. When I'm, I have like I have some sense of decorum when I'm out in public, right? Sure. So I don't swear a lot when I'm and in pub- public. And movies are what are movies but a public forum? Sure, right. So yeah, so yeah. you're looking at it from the same perspective, but just from a completely subjective uh, point of view. I I watched like the first twenty five minutes of this movie, and I'm just like, these people are all so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, but that's. But that's that's fine. It doesn't matter. Like characters are allowed to be annoying. I still liked the characters. Oh, I did. I, I really liked them. Mm-hmm. I and I I did like this movie. But like I said, it was to me it was exactly pretty good. 
I mean, that, I think sure, I, fine. I think I liked. I would have to go back and rewatch Bliss, but I think I liked Bliss better, and I definitely liked v, VFW. Better. Oh, those are both great movies. Yeah, those are both great movies. I mean, this is also a niche. It's a niche outing. It's a Christmas movie. Oh, it is well, what fuck. it is. I, I love I, Christmas horror movies. I so. really liked. Uh, so Riley Dandy played Tori, who is your main girl. She owns a record store, and she uh, she employs Robbie, played by Sam Ditch. Um, Deech or, or Delic? Is it Delic? <laughs> I'm gonna say Sam Delish. Delish. <laughs> Ooh. Um. So Tori employs Robbie. Uh. He. Uh. They work together. Uh. It's Christmas Eve, and um. She basically wants to go get banged by a Tinder dude, but they all know the Tinder dude, and he's like a giant douchebag who's got kids and stuff, and they're all. They, they finally talk her out of it. So I love, the, I love. I love the like ongoing joke too about him like whisper singing. Oh yeah, he's, he's like, why is he whispering? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I love that. That was funny. So they then go to the toy store that is owned by uh, Dora Madison, who's from Bliss, uh, Lana. Lana, yeah. Lana, and then her boyfriend Jay, played by Jonah Ray. Uh, Jonah Ray from uh, Mystery Science Theater. He's been the new host of uh, Science Theater for the last like five years. And he's also the guy that we were talking about in. Uh, what the hell was the trailer that we just oh, watched? Oh, uh, Destroy All Neighbors. Destroy All Neighbors. Yep, yep. I actually didn't realize, until you brought that up when we were talking yeah. off the air, I didn't realize that was the same dude. Jonah Ray's been around forever. He's been on like E3 a ton back when E3 was a thing. Uh, he's been on um, G4, not, not E3, G4, the video game uh, cable channel. What's the difference? What's E3? Well, E3, E3 just got canceled this oh, year. Oh, wasn't the E3 last one, like the big, E3 was the big conference, right? It's a big video game conference, and uh, this they've officially canceled it for next year. It's really? It's no longer happening, yeah. It's been like 11 years, 12 years they've been doing it. They're just not getting they the pulled draw up. that they used to they have? They pulled up because a lot of the big companies no longer want to do their conferences. They want, they want to do them on their own, which is bullshit. So it killed the entire thing. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Just killing your own industry. That's what I call it. Cool, man. Anyway, though, um, yeah, so Jonah Ray, ass eater extraordinaire, uh, is dating <laughs> Lana. We'll get back to that. Uh, they own the toy store. And um, Tori and Robbie go from the, they, they quit their shift at the record store. They go to the toy store and then they go to the bar to meet up with Josh Ethier, who plays Larry, the bartender. Josh Ethier has been in a ton of stuff. He's fantastic. At the bar, they meet Jeff Daniel Phillips's character, uh, Sheriff Monroe. Pretty nice cast. So many good people in this yeah. cast. I'm only going through it this way to illustrate that exact thing. Yeah. Because so many familiar faces. Um, they then uh, they then go to uh, Tori and Robbie. Then leave the bar to go back to Tori's place, which Tori swore up and down that she would never have sex with Robbie, even though the sexual chemistry was palpable you could you could palp it yes you could scrape it off the wall in a fuzzy manner that's how <laughs> thick it was okay you knew it was gonna happen they go back to her place she lives with her sister her sister is kansas bowling which a lot of people might not know who kansas bowling is i do she is the director of a movie called bc butcher that was uh picked up and distributed by trauma a while back okay uh she's super young super talented and weird hot <laughs> she's also the rightful owner of the weirdest name i think i've ever seen kansas bowling kansas yep. bowling yep. 
But she is sleeping with her boyfriend, Graham Skipper, who shows up in a ton of movies. The Skip Man. The Skip, and he's great in everything. He plays Mike in this movie. Uh, Graham Skipper, we last saw in... The Leech. The Leech, which was last year's Christmas movie. Who, also in The Leech, was Jeremy Gardner, who plays Officer <laughs> Smith in this movie. It's, I lo- it's, it's a family a big, affair. Big happy it's family. Big, I happy love this. Family. Yep. Uh, and it's great, and I love it all. Joe Beagles also plays a character somewhere in there. What character did he play? Benny, I was trying to figure Benny Barnes. I don't know who it was, though. Who the hell was Benny? I, I don't know. I don't remember oh, that. Oh, he was the guy whose car they hit. When he runs out, he's like, you hit my fucking car. Oh, that was Joe that Beagles. That was Joe Beagles, yep. <laughs> who gets his head split in two? Yep, That's awesome. Yep. All right. So like, this whole entire movie, it's like everyone's connected to everybody else somehow, some way for the most part, and it's fantastic. It's a great, great cast. Um, and yeah. James. And, and yeah. Uh, so We'll see you next week. <laughs> so getting away from the cast here. So this movie starts off with, uh, you see you see a bunch of shitty commercials, which I liked. They were like, kind of going back to the, to the grindhouse feel. Oh, yeah. They were like, they were very, uh, like, over-the-top commercials. Um like stu- like there was one commercial about malt liquor that the whole family could share. Oh my god! <laughs> what was it? The kids. What was it called? <laughs> Slim Jenko. It was called Slim Jenko, and it was a malt liquor for the whole family. <laughs> the kids get it like in the morning, like oh we got liquor. And the dad's, oh, Slim the dad's pouring it for everyone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but then they but then they uh, zero in on a story, a news story about how there's a. Uh, robotics, like a governmental robotics company. company that makes defense robotics. Yeah. But they've been repurposed this year for basically mall Santas. So there are these AI mall Santas. They have 90,000 different phrases and words. Yeah. So basically, you no longer have to have human Santas anywhere. You can just have these robotic Santas all around that can... Uh, but then there's been some stories about some of them reverting back to their defense hardware. Their defense contract uh, yeah. orders, if you will. <laughs> and, and going... Basically, a, kill everyone. Exactly. And going a little haywire. So when um, uh, when Tori and Robbie go they, to They go get to meet, one in there. Well, 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 Tori and Robbie leave the leave the record store, and they're going out to a bar. But first, they decide to stop at what was it called? T.W. Bonkers. Yeah, which uh, the Lana toy store, owns. Yeah. which is where Lana, Dora Madison, and Jonah Ray, her her dude Jay, are, and they have one of these Santas in the store. And they they talk about how it's been recalled. They can't wait for it to get out of here because it's creepy and this and that. Like they talk about all that stuff, and uh, they go there. They have a bottle of booze. They're taking shots of whiskey. And uh, Jay and, or I'm sorry, Tori and Robbie both leave and then leave Jay and Lana there to, they're just going to fuck on the counter of a toy store. Uh, And this is where Jonah Ray eating ass didn't have that on my bingo card for this year. (laughs) Just didn't. It's not, um, Um, didn't, uh, didn't, just wasn't there. (laughs) Pretty, pretty sure right before he does it, he says, daddy's hungry. Daddy's (laughs) hungry. Feed me. <laughs> oh, didn't have, yeah, didn't have Jonah Ray eating ass on his bingo card. I'd probably eat Dora Madison's ass, though. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I wouldn't. <laughs> I guess it's all 
situational. I'd have to be, I'd have to see how I was feeling in the yeah, moment. Yeah, you know, you know. More than likely, I'm feeling like I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> on, all, all up into it on Santa's throne of all places. I mean, come on, come on. Um, uh, but then uh, Santa comes around and st- starts act murdering all of them mid anal angus just destroys them mid anal angus <laughs> it's great <laughs> um and to be fair it was mid uh i think it was mid doggy style uh, he no. he splits <laughs> he splits jonah ray in two was lengthwise he, was he not face first into her bung still no at this point he was oh, okay. he was he was okay. mid coit uh, <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair and then he he starts to chase uh he she you know she ends up she ends up surviving for quite a while if you take into consideration how long the bar scene was with uh with Tori. That's true. And, that is very true because they hear him killing her as they're leaving and walking down the street. So just thinking about this thing realistically, she ran around that place for like an hour. Like just leave. I mean, the Santa <laughs> doesn't move that quickly in fairness. He doesn't run. Oh, by the way, we so, should we should probably bring up that the the Santa was not a real uh, was not a real robot in real life. He he was played by Abe. Uh, uh, why can't I think of his last name? Well, that kills the mystique. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, why does that kill the mystique? I wanted him to be a real robot. Well, I'm sorry, like, uh, Chuck, like Chucky. Abe, I want I wanted to say Abe Abe Billy Rubin. <laughs> Abe Billy Rubin. But Billy Rubin is a chemical in your body, and that doesn't make sense. Uh, Abe uh, Ben Ruby, who's been on ER. He was in, he was on, um, what was it, Blossom when he was younger? <laughs> okay. You know who You know who Abe Ben Ruby is? I don't. Go, look, click on his picture. You'll know him as soon as you see his face. I don't actually have him on my list. He's right next to Jeff Daniel Phillips in the cast. Yeah, I copied mine over and didn't include him. Oh, you don't even have IMDb pulled up? No. Oh, here he is. Yeah, sorry, I do. I Look do. at his face. You'll know him as soon as you as soon as you see him. All right, hold on. Let me pull him up here. Nope. Oh. No. <laughs> All right. His, never mind. He, his face might. I don't know. I'm. I'm sure maybe in some things I go. Ah, oh, his face is familiar, but like I wouldn't know by name. All right. Not by any stretch. Well, never mind. I eh, fucked. Sorry. Up. I fucked up. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it, what were we talking about? So, yeah, we we head over to the bar scene with uh, with Tori and Bob, uh, Robbie, mm-hmm. and uh, this is where Jeff Daniel Phillips comes in. He's, he's the, the sheriff, and he comes in just like shots. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he's. I didn't pick up that he was the sheriff at well, first. They call him Did sheriff. you? Yeah. Well, it, when he's about to leave, I thought he was just like some town like. I don't know, bad guy. Oh no, they call him sheriff when he first walks in. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, I missed yep. that. Okay, so he's the town sheriff. Uh, he he ends up Josh Ethier. I feel bad for him. He just wants to get home for his home to his kids, yeah, and these assholes the are keeping the bar open for an, an extra hour. Listen, if you close at three and it's two fifty, you're still open. That's true. That's true. It's the business you run. Do your job, man. That's the business Do your you job. run. Yep. But what bar closes at three? Well, fine. If it was one fifty and they close at two, <laughs> sorry. But actually, they say that they were. Oh, they say they were back at the house by midnight. Okay. They do. He says they were back so at the house by. So it's Christmas Eve. Then. So wow, dude, keep your bar open. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your kids, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so they end up back at Tori's place and uh, listening, listening to some. I I like all the music in this movie. Oh, the music's great. The, music the soundtrack's in this movie great was so to this good. movie too. Um, this was. Uh, 
this was one of those this was one of those movies like I feel like uh I feel like when you have characters who are just trying to flex their knowledge of music and stuff like that in movies it's fun it's fun it's fun it gets annoying after a while <laughs> like it does in real life <laughs> yeah actually yeah kind of cuz we talk about music a lot but mm-hmm. like once you uh, uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier with friends who don't trim their nose hairs <laughs> When you have friends who think that they know too much about music, it's like, all right, shut your fucking mouth. We're just talking about music. We're just having a, a good time. Um, but so they they spend a lot of their time for the first quarter of this movie just like arguing about. I think that was kind of my my problem. Like the first quarter of this movie doesn't do anything really. Sure, it doesn't. It, they it establishes the characters as a certain type. You know, they, they they it establishes like their musical taste, like you said. It establishes their their outlook on life. It establishes like just them as characters, which I think is kind of the point. Yeah, because then you're using those the those character types into how are they going to react in these situations later on. Sure, that's really more what it is. It is it is a little bit of a throwaway, probably. But it's like, okay though. Yeah. I feel like it moves at a brisk enough pace. It's only an hour and twenty seven minute long movie, so Well that's the thing, is like the so the first 20, 20, 25 minutes of the movie felt like kind of a slog to me. Uh once they actually get into the action though, it's like nonstop until the end of the movie. Yeah. I enjoyed I actually really enjoyed the first part of the movie. I didn't I didn't not enjoy it. I was just kinda like I was sitting there going like, all right, we can get like let's Let's get this show on the road. Oh, I loved bit, it because they're talking about things that were interesting to me. Like they're talking about like like the the, the uh, Laura uh, Tori's. Let's like you know Christmas music sucks, which I can kind of agree with. And she's like, and then uh, Robbie's like, well, Bad Religion put out a really great Christmas record. I'm like, yes, they did. It's really good. I enjoy that record. And like a lot of the music choices that they were talking about are things that I'm interested in, like things that I listen to that I like. Maybe so I th- was very into that that side of the conversation. Maybe that's another thing about me, too, like watching a movie like this is <clears throat> when they're talking about when they're talking about Christmas music, I love Christmas music. So I'm I'm not these I'm not this type of person. And they're like they were very well, you hate this time of year. I love this time of year. So maybe that's why you enjoyed it so much. Maybe like, it was when they're when, when they're walking down the street, going like talking about how Christmas music sucks, and then they go, "Yeah, but fucking Bad Religion put out a good Christmas album." I'm like, just turn it off for a little while. Like, just admit that Frank Sinatra is awesome. Just no, admit, but, just but, admit that Burl Ives. But is that's awesome. not. But the, see, that's the thing. That's that's a conversation that I would have because I am of that exact same opinion. I know, and I get that. But because I'm too set in my ways. When I hear people like that, I'm just like, go oh, fuck yourself. Okay. Just sing Jingle Bells. It's awesome. <laughs> I'll listen to Greg Gaffin sing Jingle Bells. That's fine. That's that, <laughs> that's that's fine. I it's just I it's I I get like I get I get weird about that kind of stuff when when people who are like like oh I'm fucking punk rock and they're the only opinions that they hold. Are they punk rock? Yeah, that's like different. they can't branch out into anything else. I'm just like, well, yeah. I don't think I have anything to say to you then. Yeah, I like punk rock too, but I also like, I also like old school Christmas music. You know and, what I mean? Yeah, I don't I know. Get it. I get it. So, uh, but then, <laughs> how w- when they were talking about movie choices, I thought this part was kind of funny too because it kind of reminded me, even though they were about to bang, which is I guess is not too far off of from reality. It's like a conversation that you and I would have. 
And then we bang. Because well, and then we bang. (laughs) (laughs) Because it always seems like one of us has an opinion about a movie franchise that the other one thinks is the most insane thing ever. Sure. Sure. Like the fact that you think that I was I was almost waiting as he was going through what's your favorite alien movie? What's your favorite Friday the thirteenth movie? Well, this is the one that I was thinking, like, yep. I would throw that out to you. Favorite Friday the 13th movie, and you would say Jason Goes to Hell, and then I would tell you that you're a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. So I did like that part when they were kind of, like, going back and forth and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but then Santa shows up, and this is where it really kicks off. Mm-hmm. Santa shows up at the neighbor's house, and... uh imme- the kid that comes downstairs, Santa. <laughs> this kid gets it. This kid gets it so dirty in a few different ways because I didn't even realize the second way until oh I re- God, rewound dude. it. So I'm like, wait, is that what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> his parent, his parents both both get the axe literally, mm-hmm. and then the kid comes downstairs because he hears something and he's and he. He's looking for his mom, who's now dead in the bathroom. And he looks up and he sees Santa looking over him from the landing upstairs. And he's like, Santa, did you bring me any presents? Oh, you did. And he goes over and he starts opening the presents. And I was like, oh, please don't kill this cute little kid. But then the little kid opens one of the presents and he holds up clothes. And he's like, oh, clothes again? This is stupid. And I'm like, all right, kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Clothes are a good... Clothes are a good Christmas present. Not when you're sick. I know, not when you're, not when sick. you're sick. So then, so uh, th- there's a really, like, the juxtaposition between the two scenes where the dad is being murdered and what's going on over at Tori's house, mm-hmm. it's in slow motion to, like, acid doom metal. <laughs> you're seeing the dad being murdered with an axe. Yep. And Tori being eaten out by Robbie. <laughs> yep. Yep. And they keep cutting back and forth between these two scenes. And I'm like, what a scene. Holy shit. Like, that's that's a wild. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. <laughs> the, 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 I'm pretty sure that her climax coincided with the little boy getting his head split open with an axe. No, because she goes downstairs. After... Oh, that's right. So, so the dad, though, gets his head split open. Though. Right. And yep. she goes downstairs to get more whiskey and smoke a joint and stuff. And she looks over to the neighbor's house just in time to see Santa chopping the kid up with an axe. Amazing. So she flips <laughs> out and she goes and she's running Call around the, the house. Call the cops. <laughs> she's And then this is the part where you said you didn't realize the kid got it dirty twice. Well, so, well, before then, though, before then, though, she goes to wake up her sister because she lives with her sister. And yeah. she runs into there. And this is where uh, Kansas Bowling is sleeping with her boyfriend, Graham Skipper. And uh, she wakes him up. And Graham, as Mike, is one of the funniest characters because he's just not taking anything seriously. Like, they're all like, shut the fuck up. He's right outside. And even though he sees him, he goes, what? I don't What's even, going on? Like, I didn't even want to come out here. What are you talking about? Talking at full volume when everybody else is just like whispering. It's so funny. And God, it's hysterical. Robbie at one point just looks back at him. He's like, shut up, you cunt. <laughs> God. It's so good. And then, so the Santa comes and he's like, like walking outside the house. 
and Robbie's up against the window, and this is the part where the kid gets it dirty the second time. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he it at first either. He throws the kid through the window. <laughs> he throws the kid's headless body through the window and knocks Robbie over, and then he busts through the window, and Robbie, <laughs> with the kid's body on top of him, Operation Human Shield, <laughs> realizes that Santa's about to try and chop him with the axe, so he holds the kid's dead body up <laughs> and uses it his... Oh my god, dude! I was like, "Great, it's I didn't, great." I didn't realize wh- who that was at first, and then I, and then I saw the shirt and the plaid pants, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no, it's the child!" Yep, yep. No. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't so from understand. here it gets it gets pretty. Fu- it goes up to eleven pretty I don't fast get for the amount that they drank. Like the two of them, Tori and uh, Tori and Robbie. Robbie they cash an entire fifth of whiskey in a couple of hours. They would be so fucked up. And smoked like, a bunch of yeah, weed. Un- unreasonably fucked up. Well, it makes you wonder. I mean, you've been in situations where you got sobered up real quick, right? Not like that. Not like that. I think that. if I drank that much, no way. I don't know. Like Maybe a little bit, but that's it. I, I, I kind of wonder, though, like how much like just a crazy burst of adrenaline could really sober a person up though you know what i mean gosh maybe but i mean we've never been in a situation where an axe wielding santa started like murdering people around us i feel like you might feel more sober but that's not really how science works no you can fear yourself sober you might become more hyper aware which mitigates it a little but bit. But it might but have the same effect yeah, as like a, a, like a sobering effect so from uh so from um Tori's house not many people survive that ordeal and from Tori's house she ends up making her way back to her record store and Santa follows her there and he's still trying to kill her and she ends up lighting a fire and holding it up to the um Well she she goes to the police station first. Oh yeah, she does. That's where yeah, she, yeah. she gets to uh she gets to back to Jeff Daniel Phillips who is playing the sheriff and uh What's his What's his face? Jeremy Gardner, who's playing Officer Smith, who's one of my favorite characters in the entire movie. I I love how all of the like the the I mean, you really only see three cops in this movie. Yeah, there's uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips playing Sheriff Monroe, Officer Smith, Jeremy Gardner, and Jeremy Gardner was the was Terry from the Leech. Yes, yep. he was the, like the homeless guy from the Leech, and then uh, was it Evans? No, Davies, Officer Davies, who shows up at the scene first when uh, they first call the cops. He shows up. He gets his head split open, dead. Um, but you've got uh, Sheriff Monroe and, and Officer Smith both look like 70s porn stars. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, both, God, yes. They both have long hair and handlebar mustaches. Don't look like cops at all. Yep. It's not but, the hedgehogs. They're like, they're like the gophers. <laughs> But I loved uh, I loved their dynamic. Like once they got back to the to the uh, police station, mm-hmm. like uh, um, Smith was just Smith thought that she killed everybody. Yeah, like he was just convinced that oh, she was. Of course, she killed everybody. I ever. mean, they they grabbed you on the side of the road, driving a stolen cop car, blood all over her face. What would you What would you expect? Yeah, and he I knew can't that, blame them. For and that. he knew that Davies was dead, which pissed him off because yep. they had worked together forever. But. Uh, but yeah, so you have this this woman in custody. Like like I said, what do you what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're going to blame her. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Even though she's saying that she didn't do it, the, on the on the on the lucky side for her is that um, 
uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips, uh, his character, like they they know each other. Mm-hmm. Like he knows that she didn't do this. Like so, he's trying to help her out. The guy, it's good cop, bad cop to the max. Right. Um. But yeah, so she's she's there defending her case or whatever, and they do they get a call? There's something going on somewhere, or why do they leave? There's. Uh. Well, the ambulance shows up. The ambulance, the 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 Santa shows up in the ambulance. That's right. Remember? Yeah, and that's he, right. And he blasts the cop car and blows it to smithereens. And it's, it's while very she's explosive it's, car. It's what it's it's while she's in the bathroom. I've no, I noticed this in the movie. Every <laughs> every chance that she gets to like, uh, to to like take a minute to herself, she's off trying to smoke a joint. I'm like. Man, that would be the last that like if I'm if if a if a psychotic like murderous Santa's after me, the last thing I'm gonna do is go try to get high every chance well, that I get. Maybe she's just trying to stay even keeled. Yeah, some people. I mean, that was a, that would just take me out of commission. Yeah, I think so. for her, judging from her history of how much she's drank <laughs> that night and everything else, she's probably trying just to stay straight. Just take the edge off a little point. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so Santa shows up in the ambulance, blasts through a car. Uh, this is this movie. Every time you you were thinking that somebody was about to kind of like stage a stage a standoff against Santa, he just kills everybody immediately. Yeah, like, there I really isn't a big standoff, is there? There's not, except for between Tori and Santa. Yeah. I was expecting them to. I was expecting both of the officers to last a bit, a little bit longer when, uh, when Santa shows up. Yep. But within a minute and a half of him blasting the car with the ambulance, it's both pretty quick. Both the cops are dead. <laughs> it's pretty quick, yeah. So then she's on her own. She she uh, she grabs a shotgun, load loads it up. She's ready to stand off against him, and uh, it just doesn't go well from there. No, she she ends up feeling. Well, I feel like the Santa gets killed like three different times in this movie. He just keeps coming back and keeps coming back. That was another. That was another thing that I I kind of didn't like about it, which I get it. There's a lot of false endings. I mean, he's like a he's he's a he's a government robot, you know, yeah. like so, and he's a government defense robot, which means he's built to. He's basically he's basically Terminator. Like he's kind of yeah. He's built to withstand all sorts of shit, but like mm-hmm. I just felt like they kept like the last 20 minutes of this movie, yeah. Like she incapacitates him how many times? 4 or 5 times at least. And yeah. he just keeps coming back and keeps coming back and I'm just like, okay. We can probably end this any time now. Yeah. I I did like the fact they went back to her record store. Yeah, that was cool. There, she went back to where she was comfortable. She thought she was safe there. Robo Santa comes back and he's wreaking havoc. So she lights. Oh God, this is the saddest part of the movie. She lights a wastebasket on fire, holds it up to the, uh, to the sprinkler system to get water show. Cause at this point, Santa's already kind of beat up from the rest of the fights from the movie. She had, she so had, she's trying to electrocute him. Essentially. She had hit him with the ambulance, right? Oh, he got in the back of the, the ambulance and she she hit another car and threw him through yes. the through the windshield. Yeah. And then she flipped a car over on top of him. Yeah. And then she lit the gas tank of the car and lit him on fire. So he's basically burned almost down to his like skeletal structure. So he shows up at the record store and so all of his shit's showing. So she's like, water, water will cause him to short out. She stabs him with a sword first. Which what's was kind of what's that gonna do to a robot? 
Uh, I mean, like, if you hit all the right wires and stuff like that. Nah. Right? That's a robot. <laughs> nah. Um, but now he's shorting out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she figures, oh, like, water will be the one thing that will take and then, him out. And then and then she floods the place. And I'm thinking to myself, like, all that poor vinyl in that water. <laughs> vinyl. She's ruining and everything. Vinyl and VHS and... I would rather you just kill me and then let somebody else take over the shop. Like, don't destroy the vinyl. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't See, do I, it. I thought you were going to say it's a really sad part because she gets her fingers cut off. But no, you're more worried oh, about no. the, you're more worried about the vinyl. Yeah, that shit lasts forever. <laughs> take care of it properly. Come on. Well, really, the vinyl would be fine, right? It'd just be the packaging. It would warp. The vinyl would warp, though. What it? It was all it was all water. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it absolutely would. I don't really know the. I I own like three records, so I have no idea. And no record player. And no record player. That's you exactly right. Bitch. Um. So she, yeah, she finally she she starts a fire. He shorts out for thirteen minutes or something. Yep. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like the the end it's just felt long. like it went on for a little too long uh-huh. to me. Like they're cr- like the scene where they're crawling after each other out of the record store was yep. just like, oh my god, this is taking forever. Yeah, the the, the 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 characters the two a lot of them are kind of dumb, like a lot of them don't really have a whole lot of common sense. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, well, I mean that's any horror movie well, really, right? That's fair, but. So she ends up she ends up finally like I guess what what happens does he eventually just completely short out? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, which is it's pretty anticlimactic. It is kind of it's anticlimactic. a little bit, but um. And but she, I get it though. That's it, it's what you wanted to have happen. Yeah, and, and she figured out a way to make it happen. And it's a robot, so like, how else are you going to destroy it? I was just waiting for and her. You can to, always br- you can always bring a robot back. Sure. So I just feel like when she was, but if this had happened, the movie would have only been like eighty minutes long. But if she would have popped out and like just cut his head off with that sword, yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, could have. But then it also would have, you know, you wouldn't have had the whole shorting out you know the the water scene and stuff like that so sure i get sure. it i don't know i just like like i said i i just felt like to, to me personally this movie was it was good i did like it i enjoyed it it was entertaining but like i could have done without probably i don't know some of the fat yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't call it fat i actually didn't the movie like i said the movie was only like an hour and 27 minutes yeah i don't i don't know where i would trim the fat i just i don't know if it's like i would necessarily trim the fat or if i just wanted to see things play out a little bit differently i just i i I feel like uh like um like a couple of the scenes could have been extended like i i wish uh i wish the i wish they would have actually shown a fight between sheriff monroe and santa Okay. Rather, rather than him just disappearing. So you want to so add then? It's not trimming the fat. You just you want to add to what you already saw. Maybe like I. That's l- the polar opposite of trimming the fat. That is the polar opposite of trimming <laughs> the fat. But it's like uh, like like Sheriff Monroe's uh, death was like just so unceremonious. Like I don't disagree he, with you. He just disappeared behind the ambulance, and then suddenly he was dead. Yeah, I don't. I I also feel like they they. It did a lot of off-screen kills, and I wonder if that was more of a budgetary thing. I mean, the stuff that they did do, though, like Robbie's, like Robbie's. Death, That's what I'm saying, though. The stuff they like did do the, was great. Yeah. But then you'd think, even even down at the at the very end, there's isn't there somebody who like puts a gun under their head and shoots themselves 
that was that was the other that was the other officer. The other officer. Uh, yeah. You think they would have shown his head blowing out, but then they just they cut it completely. Right. Like that was either either they didn't show it because of a ratings board thing and they had to cut it out. Or it, or did they just not film it because of costs? Budgetary reasons. Because they had they had already done some gnarly stuff. Yeah. Like the dad who the dad who's crawling up the stairs ends up getting curb stomped on the stairs. Oh god, yeah. His head explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh um Sheriff uh Davies gets his head split mm-hmm. wide open. Mm-hmm. Robbie gets an axe to the face. So it's, it's almost it's like just, everything just in the weird. beginning they show, and then everything everything at the end it gets less and less. Yeah, that's that I guess that was kind of the weird thing yeah. about it is they really went they were like really heavy handed with the gung ho about it, yeah. With the effects in the beginning of the movie, and then toward the end of the movie it just seems like they did really quick kills off screen and it stuff did, like yeah. that. No, I agree. I noticed um, that too. And I don't know, like I, I feel like you could have I feel like you could have added on to the the scenes with the cops fighting Santa and then yeah. ta- and then taken out some of the stuff at the end in the record store. I just felt like that scene oh, went, I, lo- I loved all that. I thought it was I great. just felt like it went on for way too long. Like a a lot of it was just her like running around and ducking behind shit and sure. it just it felt like it went maybe, on for too long. Maybe maybe trim five ish minutes of that sure but 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 five five minutes trimmed from that added if you took that five minutes from the end of the movie where she's just running around the store and added that five minutes on to you know the cops fighting santa and stuff like that i just feel like it would have added a little bit for me that's fair um I get that. So that's kind of how I feel. Overall, though, I liked the movie. I did think it was a lot of fun. I loved the movie. I thought it was great. I, it, it, we didn't even talk about Robot Santa at all. Like, he's just, he's a robot, and he has an axe, and that that's literally it. His defense contract mechanisms <laughs> just tell him to kill everybody he sees. That's it. <laughs> I like how he... It's a very simple premise. I like how he just, he didn't look like a robot at all. He pretty, he very clearly looked like a human, which is that's AI, baby. Which is fine. Like it, they made it look as realistic as possible. Uh-huh. Which, uh-huh. in in order to do that, you just have a human, just sort of, yep, just sort of walking funny the it's way a they, robot would it, walk. It's how they did it in the fifties, and it's how they're doing it today. <laughs> uh, I did like that. I thought yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, overall, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun uh, I, Christmas horror movie. I really enjoyed it. Joe Bigos is becoming one of my my favorite directors. I'm not going to say top five or anything like that, no. but like I I anticipate and look forward to his work whenever I see it. Yeah, and this uh, this just adds to that. Like, um, like I've I seen said, everything he's done so far except for that one early movie. I haven't seen Almost Human. I've seen. I've that, seen. The more than thinking about it, I have seen Almost Human. Have you? I haven't seen the one that came. I think it's after that. Okay. That we were talking about. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, I don't. But everything else, though, VFW, Bliss, they're all great. I just, I, as far as like, as far as directing goes, uh, and like, like I said earlier, I, I really like his aesthetic. Like, I love his use of lighting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I think it's just, uh, it's really striking. A lot sure. of, a lot of neon lights. Uh, a lot of like crazy it's colors. Very and like stuff Argento, like, almost. Like, yeah, in, yeah. In, in execution. Yeah, sure. and I I like that. I think it's really cool. So no, I agree. Um, I agree even 100%. though the, even though this one out of the out of the movies that I have seen of his between Bliss and VFW and this one, I would say that this one is my least favorite. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it's my least favorite. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I really did. Um, I don't know that I would put it above or below. 
I kind of feel like all of Bagos' movies so far to me have been kind of even keeled. Like they've been kind of on the same wavelength for me. I definitely liked I I liked VFW the best out of all of them so far. I did like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, Bliss. I'm. I th- I remember liking it. This is also I just much can't remember more. How much I liked it. This I feel like Christmas Bloody Christmas is also a lot more straightforward. Bliss had a lot of themes going on through it. it was, sure, it was a little bit heavier of a movie. Even VFW had a little bit of heavier themes yeah. in terms of like ageism and that kind of stuff. Like there, there was definitely themes there you could pull from. Yeah, this is just a stupid holiday movie. Sure, yeah, that's really which, all it is. Which is fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I so still. I think, it, I think it's all it needs to be. I still liked it. I just, I don't know if I would. Um, I don't know if I'd, you know, rank it as one of my favorite holiday horror movies or anything like that. That's a fair point. Um, but yeah, it was good. And I, I did enjoy it. So, yeah. uh, that's, this was, uh, this, I, I was reading this movie was originally conceived as a remake for Silent Night, Deadly Night. And I can absolutely see that. Like, that makes a shit ton of sense. Especially, yeah. Especially once they, they kind of jumped the shark with that one. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it, I mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 was bonkers. Um, well, yeah, they always are. <laughs> so yeah, I could I could see that. That's yeah um, for sure. Yeah, interesting though. It would have been, been cool to have a remake of the movie by Joe Pigos. That yeah, been, that would have been a cool <laughs> claim to fame. But unfortunately, this is what we got. Not unfortunately, but uh, mm. yeah. You um, know what I mean, though. Would have been would have meant a lot for him to have his name on that remake. I feel like. Oh Especially yeah. Especially if he had done it well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So that's I think that's it. That's it for. Uh, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Christmas part one. Yeah. We'll be back next week or 10 days from now or something. We I- don't really know when we're going to record the next I have an idea for something fun for the next one. Okay. I'm going to run it by you. I'm not going to say it here, but I have an idea for it. Okay. I think it would be fun times. All right. So. Well, we'll talk about it. Um, If we don't see you, which we won't, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. If you celebrate Christmas. If you don't, then, uh, yeah, have a just... Have just a good December, I suppose. Have a happy holiday. Whatever that holiday is for you, have a happy one. And a happy new year. Everybody celebrates New Year's. Nah, we're going to talk to them before then. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if you want to find us before you hear us again, which will be slightly after Christmas sometime, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on X at the Buzz to Kill PC. Find your local mall Santa. Go sit on his lap, whisper into his ear. Mm, mm-hmm. Listen to the Buzzkill podcast. Yeah. He's going to be like, huh? And you're like, listen, fat boy, tune into this podcast. Listen, Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to firebomb your mother's house. Listen, you fat bitch. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Do it. Do that. <laughs> do that. And try not to get arrested. Or uh, do. Bonus points if you yeah. do. Just send us proof if you yep. do, please. Yep. We won't bail you out, but you know, <laughs> send us proof. All right. Until then, Michael. James. Good seeing you, bud. Cheers, sir. Have a good night. Ooh, it's a real cheers. Merry Christmas. Adios.